What's up, you guys? Welcome to Posture the Podcast. I'm your very excited host, C. West, and I just want to share a little bit about why we're doing this. Posture the Podcast is here to focus in on bridging the gap between the presence of God and the hearts of his children. Each and every day, we find ourselves facing so many challenges that oftentimes seem impossible to overcome. And a lot of us have just gone through things that left wounds. God promises us the victory, but he never said we wouldn't get wounded in the battle. The Lord tells us that in this world, we will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So no matter what things may look like for us, victory is a promise from Jesus. And that is the heartbeat of this podcast. So get ready, guys. I'm so excited and I'm believing for God to really speak to us and help us to posture ourselves to grow deeper in relationship with him. And guys, would you do me a huge favor and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You can expect a new episode every Friday and I'll be bringing on some special guests. So stay tuned and remember, victory is a promise from Jesus. What's going on, posture people? <laughs> I'm going to see if that sticks. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can call you guys that, but we'll see. In today's episode, I want to talk about hearing the voice of God. Everyone wants to hear the voice of the one who created them, the one who knows us better than we could ever know ourselves, the one who loves us more than we could ever love ourselves, the voice of God. It's still and it's small, but the word also tells us that his voice can be like thunder in many mighty rushing waters. When God speaks, it's like nothing we've ever heard before. Maybe you've never heard God's voice and you want to learn some ways that you can begin to hear his voice. Or maybe you have heard his voice and just desire to hear him even more clearly than you've ever experienced. My hope and prayer for this episode is that God will speak to us right now, even as I encourage you all. Lord, I just want to pray right now that you would open our ears to hear your Holy Spirit speaking to us. That even as I share what you've spoken to me, that it would touch each and every listener in a special way. And that the words I speak, you would fill with your presence. I'm believing that by the end of this episode, that you guys would have some clarity as to what steps to take to begin to hear God's voice. Because believe me, guys, Jesus is mindful of you. And he is most certainly speaking to you. Let's dive in. Hearing God's voice is absolutely necessary if we're going to live a life in harmony with him. God is always speaking. Sometimes he's simply telling us how much he loves us, other times, he may just be trying to give us directions and tell us which way to turn on this journey with him. It is so important that we understand that hearing God's voice is not something that just happens overnight. Although God can definitely speak to us audibly in a moment if he so chooses to, but hearing, recognizing, and distinguishing God's voice from others is something that is something that takes time and a disciplined practice. I didn't always hear God's voice for myself. And I say for myself because my mom raised me in church. So I grew up always hearing God's word through the preacher, like maybe some of you have. 
he was always quoting scriptures and sharing the Bible and different stories and things like that from the word. And it would help me to live my life for Christ, even when I couldn't hear him for myself. Here's an example of what this looks like. The word tells us in John 10 verse 27, it says, my sheep know my voice and I know them and they follow me. But have you guys ever wondered how newborn sheep become familiar with the shepherd's voice? Like, how do they know the shepherd's voice enough to follow him if they're babies and have a fresh set of ears? Well, they follow the flock that recognizes his voice. They follow the ones who know the voice of the shepherd. And over time, they too become familiar with how he sounds. And they're able to distinguish his voice from others. Isn't that amazing? The Lord showed me something recently that just blew my mind. For those of you who don't know, I play acoustic guitar. And every now and again, my guitar strings, they begin to lose its integrity, I'll say. Because the humidity in the atmosphere causes my strings to degrade. Learning the voice of God is similar to new strings on a guitar. When you put on those new strings tune it and play it sounds great but before you know it those new strings are out of tune again and so you have to start all over and retune the strings bending them into position and tuning until you achieve the sound you are looking for are you guys following me think of your ears as an instrument if you play your instrument consistently and keep it in tune you'll always have a beautiful sound. If you leave that instrument to sit, allowing the atmospheric conditions to cause your instrument, or in this case, your ears, to go out of tune, then you'll always have a hard time hearing God. Just like the strings of a guitar, there's a constant bending of our ears into his presence and into his word that has to take place in order for us to tune into what God is trying to say. Maybe you have a fresh set of ears and you've never heard God's voice. Unfortunately, we live in a world where there's so much noise, static, and information just screaming at us. Everywhere we turn, it's there. There's news, there's chaos all around us. And all those things, they make it hard to hear God's still small voice trying to get our attention. There are some of you who has never heard God's voice, and he's waiting for you to tune in. He's waiting for you to bend your ears into position to hear him. Guys, I have the most amazing baby boy. His name is Zion. I want to share something quickly with you all about my experience and even his experience when he arrived on this earth. I remember when Zion was in my wife's belly and I would talk to her belly. I would spend time with her belly. <laughs> I would spend time talking to Zion, even though I knew he didn't know what I was saying. I knew he could hear the sound of my voice and the tone of my voice. He could also hear the conversations that me and his mother would have. He was always listening. So when Zion arrived on this earth, something beautiful took place. Like most babies, he began to scream and cry because he was removed from what was comfortable <laughs> and what was a safe place for him. But how amazing is this? 
the moment I spoke and said, it's okay, son, it's okay, it's okay, he immediately became calm and he became quiet. Why? Because he recognized my voice from all the time I spent with him while he was in mommy's womb. The moment he heard my voice, the voice of his father, he knew he was safe. I just love that, guys. Because I spent time with my son and allowed him to learn my voice and become familiar with my voice, he was able to follow the sound of my voice when he was in distress. Guys, if you want to hear God's voice, you have to spend time with him, even when you can't hear him at first. And even when you may not comprehend when you're reading his word at first you got to keep spending time with him you got to keep reading even when it doesn't feel or seem right I promise he is always listening when you speak when you pray when you reach out to him he's always listening he may not respond right away or when you want him to but believe me the more you spend time with him the more you will begin to hear his voice and the more you will be become open to the sound of his voice. One thing I have to keep in mind is if I'm not spending time with God and worshiping him, if I'm not following him, who am I following? Because whatever I'm following or whoever I'm following, I'm giving the authority to speak over and to speak into me in my life. And with this in mind, the first question we have to ask ourselves is, If a newborn sheep follows the flock that knows the voice of the shepherd, who am I following that knows the voice of my creator? Who are you flocking to? Who are you spending time with? Who are you following on social media? Who are your friends on Twitter? Who are you following on IG? This is something to think about if we want to begin to hear God's voice. Because depending on who you allow to lead and influence you will ultimately increase or decrease your ability to hear the voice of the Father. Deuteronomy 13 verse 4, it says, You shall walk after the Lord, your God, and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. And you shall serve him and hold fast to him. Let's break this down, guys. The process by which our ears begin to open begins with fear and it ends in voice. The verse shows us an unfolding that happens when we live with the throne in mind. When we fear God, we can keep his commands. And when we keep his commands, it opens our ears to hear his voice. But the verse clearly states, it says, you shall walk after the Lord, your God. You have to walk with him. And at the end, it says, you shall serve him and hold fast to him. Who are we walking with and who are we holding fast to if it isn't our father in heaven? So we have to fear God. This is not fear that comes from the devil. This is fear that comes from the father. Fear from the devil produces in us death. Fear from Jesus produces in us life. If you can, I encourage you all to write that down. Fear from the devil produces in us death. Fear from Jesus produces in us life. 
Second Timothy one verse seven, it says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but I have given you a spirit of power, love and a sound mind. So when we fear the Lord, he gives us power. He pours out his love. And we obtain a sound mind. The fruit of fear from God is different than the fruit of fear from the enemy. When we fear the Lord, it comes with power, love, and a sound mind. We fear the Lord not because he wants us to be afraid of him. No, we fear the Lord out of reverence for him. Because of who you are, Lord, I will follow you. I will keep your commands and I will obey your voice. What does fearing the Lord look like, you might ask? Fearing the Lord looks like, again, living with the throne in mind. Some examples are reading his word. Genesis 1 tells us that God is the word and the word is God. So when we read the word, we are literally reading Jesus. The Bible tells us in Psalm 119 verse 130 that the entry of thy word giveth light and it gives understanding to the childlike. I know for many of us in myself included, when I first started reading the Bible, it was hard for me to understand and comprehend what I was reading. And so I gave up a little bit, you know, I would read and I would get discouraged because I'm like, I feel like I'm not hearing God. And but that's not the case, guys. So here's the thing. We can't give up because we don't immediately comprehend or understand what it's saying. Can I encourage you? Keep reading. Keep reading. Because although you may not understand what it says now, every time you read, you are allowing God to open your ears more and more. And soon after you've read for a while, the Holy Spirit will bring understanding, wisdom and revelation to you. But you have to keep reading. Prayer. Prayer is so important if you want to hear the voice of God in your life. Whenever we pray, the windows of heaven begin to open. Whenever we pray, it welcomes the Holy Spirit into our space. Hebrews 13 verse 8, it tells us that we are the temple of God. It says that we are the temple of God. But God never forces himself into our hearts. So what that means is we have to let him in. We have to open the door to the temple of our hearts so that we can give the Holy Spirit the freedom to speak to us and over us and ultimately lead and guide us. And in addition to prayer, living a life of sanctification helps us to hear the voice of the Father as well. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2, it tells us to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God. And then it goes on to say, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know the good, pleasing and perfect will of God for your life. You guys, we have to renew our minds on a regular basis. If we don't renew our minds, then the the weight of the world will literally make us feel so disconnected from the Lord. That's why the word tells us the entry of thy word giveth light. So we have to get that word in us, guys. One of my absolute 
favorite Bible verses is Isaiah 42, verse 19. It says, who is blind but my servant and who is deaf but my messenger? What this verse is saying is when we are blind and deaf to the world, we can see and hear the things of God. We can see and hear the things of God. So if I'm staring at social media and I'm staring at the news and I'm constantly staring and listening in on gossip and conversations that aren't pleasing to the father, then the chances of me hearing the father are going to be very slim because of what I allow myself to be filled with. And so it says, who is blind but my servant? And who is deaf but my messenger? And then the next verse goes on to say, though seeing many things, you pay no attention. And though your ears are open, you do not listen. What this verse is saying is, if we want to hear God clearly, we've got to shut off everything that isn't like him. We have to rid ourselves of the things that aren't of his nature. When we live with the throne in mind, we begin to hear God clearly. Notice that I said clearly. The reason for this is because he's always saying something to us. And oftentimes the reason why we can't hear him clearly is because of our atmospheric conditions. I shared a little bit about this earlier, how the atmosphere or the condition of the environment that we are in while trying to hear God's voice is so important. Here's an example of what this can look like. For those of you who don't know, I have the most beautiful wife on the planet. Her name is Katie. She's so amazing, and you guys will get to meet her really soon here on the podcast. But I want to share with you guys our honeymoon experience. Katie and I went to Montego Bay, Jamaica. And I won't say the resort name or the place because I don't want to, you know, because of what I'm about to say, I don't want, you know. (laughs) But we went to Montego Bay, Jamaica for our little getaway. We went to a beautiful resort, guys. It was an amazing resort. There's a few different resorts there that um, are under the same umbrella. So the cool thing is no matter what resort you book, you have free access to go and enjoy all the other resorts. How cool is that, right? So here's the not so cool thing. (laughs) When we got to our hotel room, it smelled like really bad mildew. Can you guys imagine that? So we get to our hotel room. It smells really bad. The bed sheets were like damp. They were really damp, like they were thrown into the washer, but not put into the dryer. And the view from our window was a roof of a building that had like garbage and trash all over the place. Guys, it was like gross. (laughs) And obviously we were grateful to even, you know, be able to go on a honeymoon, but we weren't comfortable at all. And of course I was heated because I'm like, dang, man, I just got married. It's my wife. I'm supposed to, you know, give her a good experience or whatever, whatever. And she's in this nasty environment. So I'm upset and we're both frustrated. She's uncomfortable because what we experienced inside didn't look or feel like what we enjoyed about the resort on the outside. (laughs) So when we were on the plane, we saw the beautiful ocean and the palm trees When we landed, we saw all the water sports and the people having a great time. The temperature was perfect. The sun was shining and the wind was blowing. But when we got to our room, 
we weren't smiling so much anymore. I say all this to say that there are some of us who have been trying to meet with God in the wrong room. God is always trying to take us from glory to glory, deeper and deeper in love with him and deeper and deeper in intimacy with him. What if you can't hear him because you are in a room where he is no longer in? Could it be that he's trying to call you deeper? Maybe what worked in one season doesn't work in the new season that God has placed you in. What if God is trying to communicate with you in a new way, but you can't hear him because you are closed off and you're holding tight to what's familiar to you? My prayer and encouragement is that whether you are in a place where you have never heard God or if you are in a place where you've heard him, you've heard his voice, but you feel him calling you deeper, that you would begin to bend your ears towards his presence right now more than you ever have, regardless if you can hear him at first or not. And just remember that hearing the voice of God is a constant practice and a constant surrender that has to happen on the inside of us. If we need to change who we follow on social media, let's change it so that we can hear the voice of God clearer. If we need to change even the music that we listen to, let's change it so that we can hear the voice of our father clearer. If we need to change who we allow ourselves to flock with, let's change it. If we need to change the room we are in, let's change it so that absolutely nothing in this world can hinder us from being able to hear the voice of our creator and to experience all that he has for us in fullness. God wants to speak to you. God is speaking to you. But oftentimes there are just things in our lives that drown his voice out. They drown his voice out. And his desire is that we begin to remove those things that cause us to feel afar, that cause us to feel as though we can't hear him and that there's something blocking our ability to hear him. So my prayer, my encouragement is go in your prayer closet and begin to pray and just begin to ask the Lord to help you to remove the things that are louder than he is in your life. Ask him to begin to help you to identify those things or even people, friend groups, environments that you are in that do not help you to hear him better and clearer. My prayer, guys, is that this episode has been somewhat of an encouragement to you. And I hope that I've given you some direction on how you can begin to make some adjustments and efforts, you know, to welcome the voice of the Father into your lives. If you are new to Pasha the Podcast, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if this has blessed you. I would love to hear from you guys. So if you follow me on social media, reach out to me and let me know how the podcast has been blessing you. And also, please don't forget to share this episode and other episodes with your loved ones. And as always, guys, victory is a promise from Jesus. Peace out, guys.